If you've been feeling that there's more to life than just the daily grind or an endless striving for material success, if you know that there is a deeper calling inside of you that you haven't fully stepped into yet, now is the time to step forward on your path. No matter what is happening in life, there is a sacred place within you, a place where you can access the abilities of your soul to heal and transform the energies within and around you. This is the gift of Reiki, and if you resonate with what I'm saying, then it's calling you. Reiki is a gentle but powerful path of healing and transformation. It shows you how to unlock the doors to your inner world and find that sanctuary within that has unlimited access to healing energy for your physical, emotional, and spiritual bodies. On June 6th and 7th, we'll show you how to access this tangible healing energy so you can heal yourself and share it with others. Whether you want to balance your chakras and clear your aura of unwanted energies, help your children or family when they're struggling emotionally or physically, balance your emotional and mental states for better well-being, or clear old patterns and past life trauma from your energy. Our in-person Reiki 1 and 2 certification class is a two-day class that will help you do just that. It isn't just an education, it is truly an awakening. Even for those who have never considered the path of energy work before, let this be your sign. Reiki is more than just a practice. It is a journey of heart, reconnecting you with the depths of your own soul and its potential. It's about connecting with yourself in the most profound, meaningful ways possible. So if you're feeling the call, if your heart stirs a little at the thought of embarking on this journey, join us on June 6th and 7th for our Reiki 1 and 2 certification class. Embrace the opportunity to transform, to heal, and connect with the essence of your true self. Spaces are limited so everyone can get personal guidance and support so you can save your spot today and let's embark on this beautiful journey together. Visit our website at sedonamedium.com forward slash inner peace. That's sedonamedium.com forward slash inner peace. When you want to develop your intuition or communicate with your spirit guides, there are a few things that separate those who will make it happen and those that won't. It's time for some intuition tough love. Welcome to the Modern Life and Spirit Podcast, where we explore spiritual topics relevant to today's world. Your hosts, certified psychic medium, Christina Wooten, and Reiki master teacher, Robert Wooten, break down how to work with spirit to create more positive growth in your life. Consider this podcast your go-to spiritual resource for navigating the modern world. Hey there, kindred spirits. Welcome to Modern Life and Spirit Podcast. My name is Christina Wooten. I'm a certified psychic medium, and Robert Wooten is here with me. He is a certified Reiki master teacher. Hello, Hello there. In our podcast, we talk a lot about how to integrate spiritual principles into modern, real-life, real-world experience. And today, what we're going to talk about is we're having a little tough love talk about intuition. And this is like getting into those intuition fails. So what is it? What are the conditions? What are the components that really have a tendency to trip people up or set people up for failure when it comes to really developing 
and learning how to trust their intuitive abilities, especially when you're trying to learn how to talk to your spirit guides and learn how to receive information and trying to figure out how to interpret the messages accurately. You know, there's a lot of different pitfalls, but there's usually a theme. And those are the things we're going to talk about today is where are these, you know, potholes that people seem to run into more consistently. And hopefully it allows you, the listener, to avoid those pitfalls and also to understand that a lot of what you're experiencing is normal and then how to move through it, move past it so you can really trust yourself and grow in the ways that you want to grow. And most importantly, knowing that you can move past it, I think is a huge component of that because it's easy to get stuck somewhere or your forward momentum gets slowed for one of a million reasons. And you think, well, this is it. This was the end of where I was going to go, and I can't go any further than this. And we can always go further. We could always find that next level, especially when you're speaking of something that's virtually unlimited. And so knowing that you can keep moving forward, it may be a little slower, might require you a little more intention to get to that next level. But it is totally normal to have these starts and stops and slowdowns. And sometimes that can be a moment for you to reflect and figure out where you are and recognize the growth that you have made and the forward momentum that you have done up to this point and reward yourself for it and praise yourself for it and then know that you can move forward to the next step. Most of the things that have a tendency to trip people up are little things, but they're like little excuses that come into play that just validate some underlying belief that's usually a fear belief, of course, that says, hey, I can't do this, or, you know, I'm not good enough to do this, you know, I'm not special, so I can't, you know, talk to my guides, or I don't know what I'm doing. So it's like whenever there's a stumbling block, or you feel a little bit uncertain, or you know, nervous in a situation, or, you know, you interpret something one way, then it just reinforces the belief. And then they're shut down. It's like, okay, well, I told you, (laughs) told you ego goes, yeah, see, see, I told you. And usually it's completely a misinterpretation of what's happening. And this is why support when you are in community is so important when you're trying to develop your intuitive abilities and talk to your guides as you start to understand it's normal. Some of these struggle points can be challenging when you're developing and you'll get through them with support and help. Those are very key components. And the first one to start with is just belief. And it's two different beliefs. One is believing that it can happen, (laughs) that, you know, communication with the other realms, with the other side is possible, understanding that your guides are willing and would love nothing more than to communicate more directly with you. And the next component is that you can receive that information. So it's not just that it can happen, but that you can do it. Now, if at any point in the process of developing, if you haven't gotten those things down, the moment you hit on a little stumble or a little bit of confusion or, you know, some natural nervousness, you'll immediately jump and be like, well, see, you know, told you. And that becomes the excuse (laughs) to not move forward. I want to say belief is really the easiest thing to accomplish. 
is yes, this communication happens. We see it in mediumship. I mean, incredible demonstrations of evidence from the other side. I mean, the the evidence is what proves spirit shows up, that spirit is there, that your guides are around. I mean, it's it happens every day. I still, even though I do readings, I was, it still blows my mind, the evidence that they'll bring through. And it's incredibly comforting. So know that that exists. It happens. This is a valid form of communication. But getting to the you can do it, there is this cultural misconception that you have to work so hard to develop your intuition or you have to be born with it, that you have to be, you know, automatically sensitive. You have to just magically know what you're doing. I mean, nobody is born like automatically knowing what they're doing, even if they are sensitive. So, you know, these are just like false beliefs that, you know, get stuck and then get reinforced. You don't have to be special to build and grow your intuition. Otherwise, nobody would have <laughs> intuition. Oh, my mom used to say, yes, you are special, just like everyone else. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, it's just like if you have an instrument, you don't sit down immediately. You can have kind of a natural neck for melody or music, but you don't sit down immediately and understand the instrument. And that's really the key in a lot of intuitive development work or things that I teach in the course is you have to understand the instrument and how all of those things work. And once you do that, things fall into place easily because you're not threatened by some of the things that we're going to talk about today, which, you know, become eventually excuses for why it's easy to quit. So belief really is a component of so many things in our normal daily lives. If you think about the fact that you believe when you wake up in the morning that you're back in this reality, you believe that when you walk out your door that what you saw out there yesterday is still going to be out there today. You don't have to understand atomic theory to believe that when you plug a lamp in to the wall, it's going to come on. There's going to be electricity there. So we have so many different kinds of belief that are always just permeating through our our normal life that I think it's not that big of a step to add another component because we are constantly adding new belief sets. I mean, who would have believed that we could communicate with someone across the world or on outer space instantaneously like we do now with the internet? Mm-hmm. You know it now and you believe it now, but when they first proposed that idea back in the 50s and 60s, people, crazy. people never believed yeah. that was going to happen or it was that it was even possible. And so you can add new belief structures and belief sets to your life. And sometimes it just takes an example of it happening. And then you can say, oh, well, that happened and now I believe it. But sometimes you have to go on faith and say, first, I believe, and then you make the thing happen. Well, sometimes you have to just give yourself the real opportunity to go, okay, one, do I believe that it happens? Yeah. Do I believe that I can do it? That I can learn how the instrument works? And that I can sit down and play that instrument? Yeah. (laughs) So when you have those two things plugged into place, great, then you can move on to the next element. And you know, ultimately, it's not enough to just believe and say, okay, I want, I want this thing to happen. I'm just believing it. Without doing something different, you have to change the energy, 
change the directory for there to be new results that come forward. So you can't just hope for intuition to drop into your lap. I mean, it's great when that happens, but you can't just kind of go, okay, my I've made the decision. I want to, you know, start talking to my spirit guides. I want to develop my intuition, but you can't not do anything different. Otherwise, it's just always the hope. It's always that I have this desire, but you're really not making efforts, making strides to do something different. I can totally relate to that. Having owned a guitar for close to 30 years now, (laughs) I still can't play. You know, my mediumship mentor used to always talk about you had to have a fire in the belly for mediumship. And he was dead serious because it kicks your ego butt. And you have to have a tenacity, a a true deep connection and desire with that work that motivates you to do those different things for it to be more than just a hope or a desire that you're content to keep out in, you know, demanifesting field far away from you. It has to be enough that says, yeah, I'm going to sit up today and I'm going to say hello to my spirit guides. It has to be enough that says, I'm going to get that next book. I'm going to take this course. I'm going to join this community so that I'm accountable for helping to make these changes in my life. There has to be the fire in the belly, I think is the perfect. It's got to be the yes, I'm going to do something different with a motivation strong enough that encourages you to do something different more than a week, more than two weeks, more than three weeks. Because intuition really needs consistency. Because what's happening is that as you are tuning your field and communicating with your guides, your guides are helping to adjust your energy. And they're adjusting your energy to help make you more and more sensitive based on what it is that they can see and hear and understand that you're receiving and what they can see and hear and understand that you're not receiving. So that takes a little bit of time. It's like taking the radio frequencies and having to manually tune you know, both of them on both ends to find that meat in the middle space. If you're thinking, okay, I can just develop my intuition in a week, that's not a fair assessment of the work that spirit has to do. We, ha- we have to keep in a broad perspective the idea that how amazing intuition is, because intuition is your spirit guides communicating to you. I mean, there's six different sources of intuition that I talk about in the course, but it is your primarily or predominantly your spirit guides who are communicating with you for your benefit. And so we have to take like a sidestep and go, completely different dimensional planes of experience and communication can happen and it can happen in a purely energetic form that brings forward evidence that's phenomenal and it takes more than a week for that to happen so challenging you know that that mental idea of okay I can just do one little tweak or one little you know, thing. And then after a week, if I don't feel like it's super different, oh, well, and go back to that belief. It wasn't for me. I can't do it. So my tough love is, is if you're going to really make the commitment and you have the belief, you 100% can do it. There's nothing needed other than that true fire in the belly. You will eventually 
develop, and grow. You have to be willing to do something different to grow, to get some skin in the game. So I always think people need a little bit of skin in the game to motivate themselves. So it's the same thing as hiring a coach, for example. When you pay a certain amount of money out or when you make a commitment that you're held accountable for in some way, it just helps you keep solid. If you don't have something that you've invested that helps you to stay accountable, whether that's community, whether it's, you know, okay, I have this thing I need to complete or this assignment I need to do, it's a lot easier to keep everything in the dream aspect. So that's another way that there's a tendency to set yourself up for failure. So if you see yourself doing that, if you see yourself not being disciplined or not having a really regular practice, you are probably one of those people who really needs the accountability. So that accountability, again, community can be a really great place to find that. A coach can be a really great place to find that. A course where you have you know, things that you have to complete every week a class, those types of things are where you want to find that accountability. And the more skin you have in the game, the more investment, the more likely you are to really follow through from making that belief into something that happens, that manifests, that grows. Now, I know discipline, like spiritual discipline, isn't sexy, There's nothing about spiritual discipline that really like revs my engines and gets me super excited. You know, I'm like, oh, discipline, obligation. None of that feels really fun. But, you know, like yoga, for example, if you do something every day, if you build that commitment to yourself and follow through and show that discipline, you grow your self-esteem, but you develop your practice in many different elements, many different ways, you experience the yoga through many different lenses of yourself. So discipline is important. But one of the things that's helped me is to change the mindset from discipline into devotion. Because devotion to me is much more heart-centered. It's much more loving. It's inspiring. Like this is a demonstration of a greater devotion that I have to my change or to my connection with spirit, whatever it is that that inspires you in the moment for the subject of your devotion. But for me, shifting it from discipline, which feels so ew (laughs) in my personal experience, into devotion practice, that feels so beautiful and uplifting and lovely and sacred. So changing our mindset around that. But again, consistency is always going to be the key. So listen, if you are out there and you're listening to me talk and you're going, but listen, discipline is sexy. Go for it. Use the discipline word, whatever it is that helps you to stay consistent. That is great. And it will work for you. I think that is the key is to find the thing that is going to help motivate you and inspire you and make a list of those things that reach that part of you that really turns on the desire to want to move forward and move up and continue to do what is uh, driving you forward. We have in, in the chakras, there's a hierarchy of needs that are demonstrated. So even though it's as a whole system, it's whole and equal. If you aren't able to find food, if you have no shelter, if you're freezing, then you have a root chakra issue. And that energy is going to be entirely focused on solving those issues first before you, you know, want to go to the mountain and and do your meditation for that day. 
there is a hierarchy of needs. And the last one in that hierarchy is the spiritual. So we have the physical, the emotional, the mental, and the spiritual. So it's easy for those things to slip when something in our life pops in because it's later. But what's interesting is that you'll notice when something's getting weaker in your energy field or you're having some issues, the first thing to go is your spiritual. The first areas of imbalance will show up there. And because they're so subtle, people ignore them or they go, oh, I'll just push through it. I'll get to it next week. You know, I'll be able to relax next week, right? But there's always a next week. And then, then we start to see that move into the mental space, then from the mental space into emotional and into the physical. And then at, at the end, it can become an issue with your physical body. Having someone else help you be accountable, holding yourself accountable, having that consistency is really important. And, and not giving up in a week, two weeks, a month. It's a journey to develop. And it starts with really understanding the instrument, understanding the process, and again, creating that positive movement forward and giving yourself permission for it to be a positive experience. The last thing I want to say that really does trip people up is any hangups you have about learning. If you had a hard time in school, if you struggled a bit, if you had a teacher who was not very patient, if you had a parent who was not very patient, if you just thought or it was fed to you like, oh, you know, you're just not not smart. You're not not keeping up. You're in school was really hard for you. There can be a negative imprint there on learning. So that when you go into a new learning experience in a new learning environment, that old energy pops up. It like rears its ugly head. And then that old voice of whoever it was that said, well, you just can't do this. Or, you know, you're just not trying hard enough. You're just not trying hard enough. Whatever that happens to be can rear its ugly head. So I want to invite everyone today to tune into themselves and really be honest. Take a look at are there places in their learning life from the past that maybe can influence or does influence their inner voice around learning? Because learning involves learning. You know, you're going to... You have to try things. You have to be willing to take risks and you have to do it with a certain level of uncertainty and with anything that you do. So you have to feel safe with that learning or at least safe in that it's going to feel uncomfortable, but you'll get through it. It'll be fine. Well, it comes back down to something we've talked about many times on this podcast is learning creates the opportunity for possible change. Even growth is considered change. So some people have this resistance to change and resist learning because it means they're going to have to change something about themselves or they're going to have to change something about their circumstances in order to grow beyond it. I think that's very true. But then it has to be there has to be some self-acknowledgement of saying, I am preventing this growth for myself, me, I'm responsible for that in my mindset. I'm responsible for that in not giving myself permission to grow and to change. It's often not the material, it's our thoughts about things. So (laughs) final thoughts today are you absolutely can talk to your spirit guides, can develop your intuition, and can grow. 
And you are that special equipment. You are that. So the more that you continue to consistently show up, the more you have that fire in the belly, the more accountable you are to yourself or to your community around growing and developing, the more you will understand your instrument and begin to grow and make beautiful things happen. So don't let these excuses and these pitfalls get you stuck and validate this old thought that really isn't true. It's convenient. Maybe it's a comfortable thought, but it's not true. I'm going to go get my guitar out and try again. (laughs) Thank you so much for just tuning in, for listening, for being with us for this tough love (laughs) talk about intuition. I hope that it has, you know, maybe you felt a little bit triggered by some of the things that we've said today. Maybe there is just illumination about areas where your practice can get a little bit tighter or where you can affirm for yourself your ability to grow and understand your own personal instrument. That's really the goal and the hope that we have for today. If you would like to join our mailing list, our weekly mailing list, then reach out at sedonamedium.com forward slash mailing list. That's sedonamedium.com forward slash mailing list. We'd love to have you on the mailing list and to be able to share some of the information that we have, also some of the exciting things that we have coming forward. We'd love to welcome you to our community. Have a beautiful rest of your day. Many blessings. The Modern Life and Spirit podcast is for informational purposes only. The information provided is not intended to provide medical, psychological, legal, or financial advice. Information provided is not to diagnose or treat any medical or psychological illness. To read the full disclaimer, see SedonaMedium.com.